0: Uh, that situation in Northern Territory as well as the whole situation is something we can talk about now with Dr. Susie Wilds, microbiologist from Auckland University. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let's talk that situation, as I keep saying, Northern Territory with the minor. What's your reaction to it and and, and how concerned should we be?
1: Oh, yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's very, very concerning, um, the turnover of, of staff and just the fact that the person was infectious. Uh, or, or is thought to be infectious um, for several days, and lots of people have left in that time. That is that is a real concern.
0: What's the likelihood of cases spreading?
1: Uh, it, well, it all depends on what variant the person has, and uh, and what that contact is, and how infectious they are. So, unfortunately, you know, none of this is uh, um, is guaranteed. You know, we've had cases where. People haven't been infectious at all and, and have travelled around. And then we've had other cases where, well, as you can see now in uh, Sydney, you know, clusters growing and growing. So um, unfortunately, we have to act as though it is infectious, as though the person was infectious, as though it's kind of a worst case scenario. Because we know if you don't do that, then you, uh, you know, the virus kind of gets away before you act.
0: Was the pausing of the bubble the right decision?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It was it was both that case, the growing numbers in the Sydney case. Um, and then also um, there's been a flight attendant who is linked to the Sydney cases um, who hadn't realized they were a close contact who's now tested positive And they had traveled. Uh, they'd been working on five different flights travelling all around Australia over the last few days, Sydney to Brisbane, Brisbane to Melbourne, Melbourne to Sydney, Sydney to Gold Coast. Um, and so that's potentially lots of other exposures there too.
0: And, and is that flight attendant positive or are they just a close contact at this stage, awaiting result?
1: No, they've tested positive now.
0: Right, okay. So so yeah. it's so they, it's
1: all they those will pieces have been of the puzzle. infectious they yeah. will have been infectious during that time. Again question is how infectious you know whether uh, what's the likelihood of there being transmission we know transmission happens on planes um i believe this person may well have been wearing a mask while they were working but um yeah that's that's a lot of exposures now as well
0: okay let's talk about wellington and the news that wellington will stay in level two why is that
1: Oh, again, we are, you know, still within the um, the time period, the incubation period. So, uh, just because we've had no cases yet, but. That's really good news but it doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet and I think the news today that the person's partner has tested positive you know that's a significant development that does show the person was infectious um, uh, and that's possibly infectious while they were in New Zealand um, or while you know they were while they were traveling um, home so I think the again keeping at alert level two is the right decision.
0: How likely is it that we might see some cases at least in Wellington?
1: Again, entirely depends on how long the person was infectious for and and, uh, you know, and how infectious they were. So obviously the close contact will have had the most contact with that person. So it's not at all surprising that they have um, tested positive. That does tell us the person was infectious. Now it really just depends how infectious and when. And so what that means for the exposures that other people around them have had.
0: Dr. Susie Wiles joining us. Can you explain uh, with the Delta variant compared to the original COVID-19 as we knew it, is it still that idea that most people won't be super spreaders, but there will be a certain percentage who will spread it like crazy?
1: So we, that's hard to say at the moment. Um, So we do know that this variant is much, much more infectious than uh, the original variants of virus. Um, So if you remember the first really much more infectious variant we had was Alpha and um, this one is much more infectious than Alpha as well uh, so it's we know that there's definitely more transmission within households into close contacts um, but you know the Sydney cases show there's been some quite uh, what they've called fleeting encounters that have led to transmission so people just walking past each other um, in, a, in a in a mall and um, so it's really about kind of being in enclosed spaces um, And and you know we've had plenty of those kinds of exposures in wellington
0: there was a ratio that i heard now was it something like one in four or one in five that that in terms of the people who will be the super spreaders versus those who won't really spread it
1: yeah so this is this follows this 80 20 rule that, that certainly looks like all of the uh, lots of data from the original variant what we don't know is so so that means that about 20% of cases uh, are the ones that go on to spread to the rest of the people, whereas 80% of people don't uh, transmit to anyone else. We don't know whether that ratio stays the same with the more infectious variants. It could do, in which case our, our case might have been one of these people who only you know, transmits to one or two others, and that's already happened. Um, but it could easily be, again, um, you know, in the other scenario, given this is one of the more infectious variants.
0: Well, we always appreciate your time, your public service. That's Dr. Susie Wiles, (laughs) microbiologist from Auckland University. Enjoy your Sunday.
1: Thank you very much.